0: welcome to the school of travels podcast i'm your host becky gillespie and each week i bring you stories of how travel can truly change your life if you take the chance to get out on the road and step out of your comfort zone my guests also share travel tips and lessons they've learned along the way which i hope inspires you to let travel be your teacher hello listeners welcome back to the school of travels podcast coming to you for the second and final episode from El Salvador. In my last episode, I interviewed Upton Saidi, who had traveled to El Salvador for one week to document the adoption of Bitcoin for the first time by a nation state. My guest this week took the entire Bitcoin experiment here in El Salvador one giant leap forward and decided to travel around the country for 45 days only using Bitcoin, This meant that they could only stay in hotels and eat in restaurants that accepted their Bitcoin. Even the gas for their rental car had to be paid for in Bitcoin, all in a country that had only made Bitcoin its legal tender less than four months before they entered the country. Ricardo Frega and Lara Nori, otherwise known in this podcast as Ricky and Lara, both came from Italy, and met during the pandemic on the popular Clubhouse app, bonding over their shared love of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. When Lara suggested that Ricky take his show on the road to El Salvador to really see what it was like for the first country in the world to use Bitcoin as legal tender, they both had their tickets to El Salvador within a week. Two months later, they are still here and spreading the message of how Bitcoin can change the economic lives of even those who have never had a bank account before. What is it like to only spend Bitcoin for 45 days and no longer have any access to cash or credit cards? How is El Salvador doing with the adoption of Bitcoin? We are about to find out. Welcome to Episode 70 of the School of Travels podcast. Today, I am very honored to be with two people. Ricky and Laura, who just completed an amazing adventure, which we're going to talk about today in the podcast. Welcome, Ricky and Laura, to the School of Travels. Thank you. Hello, hello. Thank you for having us. Super
1: exciting.
0: Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited to hear your story. First of all, I want to start with you, Ricky. Can you tell me a little bit about yourself?
1: Um, Right, my name is Ricky, I'm a podcaster, Uh, I work with Bitcoin, I am the host of the Bitcoin Italia podcast, which is the first podcast about bitcoin in italian uh, i am also a human rights activist i've been working in the field for a long time and that's the way i approach to bitcoin bitcoin is the most powerful tool to protect uh, um, financial freedom and human rights all over the world so this is what i do and this is the reason why i'm here in el salvador great
2: and how about you laura I'm Laura. I'm a community manager for a blockchain company. I'm, I received my salary in Bitcoin. So I got uh, really passionate about this technology. Also, I'm a fan of Ricky's podcasts that really helped me to love this technology even, even more. And uh, we've just finished an amazing trip around Salvador. As you mentioned, spending only Bitcoin, which was really amazing for two Bitcoin lovers like us. Wow. So, okay. The next question, how did you guys meet? So, as I said, I was a huge fan of Ricky's podcast. We have talked sometimes on the internet. We were in the same Bitcoin community on Clubhouse. We we were having a daily uh, room on Clubhouse, as they are called, about Bitcoin. So we just started talking and then we finally met. And, and I'm
1: awesome so
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm feeling like Laura did you make the first move to talk to him? Well, not really. Working? He actually
2: wrote me the first time. We were like following each other. Uh, I mean, showing respect for our 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 jobs, so we we talked a lot of time, but yeah, I think he asked me out the first thing.
1: Did I?
0: He He definitely did. I have proof. Don't trust very much. And how long have you been doing your podcast? Uh,
1: This is the fourth. We just started the fourth season. So it's been on air up until late 2018, early 2019. So it's been three slash four years.
0: Okay. Um, The reason I ask is because you mentioned Clubhouse, Laura, and I know Clubhouse hasn't been out that long. So when did you guys meet?
1: Yeah, actually it was a year ago. Yeah,
2: yeah. Okay. We, we started to talk in Clubhouse during the quarantine, which yeah. was very bad in Italy, so basically we did have nothing else to do than talking with strangers on the
0: internet. So I think everything started in, yeah. in January. Yeah, yeah.
1: exactly one year ago.
0: Yeah. And you guys were, are both based in Italy, is that right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, and before the pandemic, did, had you traveled very much? Did you travel a lot in general?
1: Um yes I did because of my job I traveled extensively um I worked uh, for a long time in the legal cannabis industry one of the main focus of my uh, work as a human rights activists uh, activist is with with drugs I am an anti prohibitionist and I do lobbying uh, all over the world, but also in Italy, especially in Italy, to legalize all drugs, because uh, uh, illegal drugs and drug cartels are single-hand responsible of some of the worst human rights violations all over the world, Central America, South America, Afghanistan, so I traveled extensively in those areas in the Middle East, uh, in Central South America. I did worked in the U.S. in the legal cannabis industry for for years, and I traveled extensively also in Asia, in and in the South Eastern Asia, India. Yes, I, I actually traveled quite a lot.
0: So like rough travel or off the beach yeah ba-
1: Back ba- No, no, okay. no. I'm used to do. I'm used to do it. Yes. Okay.
0: And how about you, Laura? You're, you're based in Italy. Have you done a lot of travel? Yeah, I mean, did I've
2: traveled a little bit, not as much as Ricky. And I have worked in the U.S. for a year. But this trip in El Salvador was actually the longest trip that I've been around backpacking, doing an adventure like this one. So this is not my first time traveling, but surely the first time
0: doing something this, this, this great. And your job uh, at the moment is a would, is it a remote job?
2: Yeah, actually, I finished the university a few months before the pandemic came, and time. Of the time job <laughs> like the perfect job. I was supposed to go in Hong Kong. My my my, my company, the the company that I work for, is in in is based in Hong Kong. But then, as you can imagine, I didn't really have many opportunities to go there. But thanks to my job, I've traveled a little bit in, 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 in the Europe as well. I I, I was in, in Lisbon right before coming here in El Salvador. It was amazing. But
0: Which is how we met you. So yeah, I, was, I yeah. met you briefly there. But my boyfriend Lorenzo was there also. And he started talking to you. And then we're going to get now to this adventure so okay first of all how did this adventure in el salvador to only spend bitcoin how did this how did you guys first have this idea
1: actually um well obviously we both work uh, in the bitcoin industry so for us it's very interesting to see what's going on here because I don't know if your fellow listeners are aware but this country legalized Bitcoin as legal tender uh 4 months ago um, and that was incredible for us to see uh, the the Bitcoin law uh, this is how it's called um started in the country on the 7th of September 21 2021 and it was cool for us to see a lot of our friends and journalists come here and, you know, paying with Bitcoin, not McDonald's or paying for the grocery. And we thought, well, that's cool. But we would love to understand what's going on, you know, in the rest of the country. Because most of the thing we could see, from, from especially from American reporters, Uh, We're coming from San Salvador, which is the capital of the city and is the major economic hub here in the country. And from the Bitcoin beach, that is a close uh, area uh, on the seaside where everything started. uh, The first Bitcoin community here in the country. So um being myself focused on human rights i was eager to understand what was going on in the rest of the country what's going on if what's going on with bitcoin if we get out of the main touristic you know roads uh what's going on in the small markets what's going on uh, right in the middle of the jungle to small stores uh is it possible to pay in bitcoin there as well so she had actually laura had this idea and she told me listen the only way we could understand this is to go there and check out firsthand so we decided to to come here uh with my podcast to live 45 days without cash and without credit cards bitcoin only and to report to document this adventure, and to write articles, to record podcasts, to do what we basically do right here where everything is happening.
0: Wow. So, Laura, I have to ask, and, and you can also let me know, Ricky, this 45-day thing, was that your idea at the beginning? Oh, of well, it was yes. just, like, <laughs> coming here. We couldn't read okay. any
2: very good news. You know how the media are, like, no one was telling the truth. So I just said, "Why don't we go?" And uh, basically, in a week, we yeah. had the ticket. I didn't need to insist
1: that. No, hard. no, no. I was ready. Right. <laughs> also, because after the pandemic, we ne- I needed to take a plane badly. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> actually, the first idea was let's go there and let's see. And then, you know, I'm a storyteller, so I had to come out with something that was interesting enough for uh, my listeners, for my audience. So I thought, let's try to play this game. Let's see if we can live in Bitcoin only for a month and a half.
0: Okay, why a month and a half? Because I have to say for me, 45 days was this strange number. I not know where it came from. I mean,
2: one month wasn't enough. Two <laughs> <Okay. laughs> so were yeah.
1: probably... Well, uh, as you know, because you're here as well, this is a very small country. is the actually smallest country in Central America. So we really wanted to have... Uh, picture from entire from the entire country so we knew probably a month and a half would be more than enough to explore it all and to have a sense of what was going on in the country with the bitcoin law and then we knew that this was very new because it's been only i mean for a month so it takes time to do something like this uh, uh on a on a on a statewide scale so we thought um, 45 days one month and a half probably is going to be more than enough to understand what's going on to see the whole country and then we probably are going to come back in a year to see what have changed and uh to check out what's going on here
0: Okay, so when you started, like, what wallets did you try to come into the country with? Because I know for people not so familiar with Bitcoin, it's like, okay, you need to download these wallets. Yeah. And how did you decide to prepare? How much Bitcoin, how much US dollars worth of Bitcoin did you put onto your wallets when you came in?
1: So that's the thing. Um, we knew we needed specifically Lightning Net- Lightning Network enabled wallets. Can you explain
0: briefly what that sure. is? Sure.
1: Uh, well, uh, the Lightning Network is the second layer of uh, the Bitcoin technology. is the most advanced layer. It's been around for roughly three slash four years. It took the technology though a while to develop properly, and um, on the Lightning Network we can transact instantly, instantly Bitcoin all over the world for a very cheap price, very low fees. We're talking about 0.01 dollar cents of a dollar. So basically for free um the lightning network uh, because before the lightning network was invented uh fees uh, on the first layer uh, on the on chain were getting really high so uh, the lightning network is what we call a scalability solution it allows bitcoin to work better faster to uh, allow more transactions per second and lower the fees exponentially. So thanks to the Lightning Network here, we could pay on uh, in Bitcoin 20 cents, 30 cents instantly with basically almost zero fees. It's revolutionary, really let's not forget in sensorless, we're talking about sensorless transaction with no intermediary, the future.
0: Yeah. And I mean, people may go, Oh, why are you paying money to make a transaction? I don't have to do that with the ATM fees. Of course you do. Yes. So with the cash and you could bring it from the U S but you still may have had to get that money with some kind of fee attached. Yeah. And
1: listen, this is the solution this country was looking for because El Salvador has an astonishing 80% of the population that is unbanked. So they have no bank account. They have zero access to credit, to to, to the standard financial system. Um, Credit cards here are hard to get. And uh, even for shops, their commissions, they ask, are humongous. We're talking about Fifteen, eighteen percent. So, what they needed was a tool to transact digitally and possibly free that's why bitcoin uh, got so popular in the country firsthand and this is also why the government here decided to make it legal tender
0: and the u.s dollar was already the legal tender
1: before totally, yes. before
0: bitcoin
1: it's been 20 years that that the that, that el salvador decided to switch from their previous uh, national currency the colon, that has huge problems of hyperinflation like many national currencies in central and south america and they got dollarized so they decided to go with the dollar like panama did like many other countries all, all over the world now they have another legal tender so at the moment the law says that El Salvador has two legal tenders, uh, U.S. dollars and Bitcoin.
0: I feel like that U.S. dollar is the bridge once they're, everybody's used to Bitcoin. Do you think they'll take the U.S. dollar away as legal tender?
1: It's hard to tell at the moment. It's going to take years. It could be. It could be. I see this scenario happening eventually. Uh, the technology has to grow a lot. Uh, we have to work on, uh, um, we ha- the, the, the Bitcoin business uh, has to grow larger uh, in order to get rid of the volatility that Bitcoin is suffering uh, still nowadays. It's going to take probably 10, 15, maybe 20 years, but eventually I think it might happen.
0: Okay, that'll be really interesting yeah, to see the timeline of that.
1: Yeah,
2: and also me uh, by receiving the salary in Bitcoin and staying here and spending only Bitcoin, it was amazing to imagine a future like this. Like I could tell, I could see it in twenty years happening.
0: It will be. It will be great yeah I really hope so so Laura to go back to that question about wallets what Mm. did you guys what wallets did you end up downloading Uh, we we decided to
2: download two different wallets uh he was already using the blue wallet I was completely new because I've never really used another wallet before so it was my first time I've downloaded moon the moon wallet and that's m-u-u-n exactly yeah Uh yeah and they were great but there are others like if you come here you can use also the Bitcoin Beach wallet the wallet of Satoshi yeah. there are different ones
1: we tried several ones but our main wallet to go are Blue Wallet and Moon um, it's interesting because they are also very different the way they operate on the Lightning Network Um Blue Wallet uh, allows you to set up two different wallets, one on-chain and the other wallet, it's a separate wallet, is for Lightning transaction. And you have to top up uh, your Lightning wallet from your on-chain wallet, in in order to have liquidity to spend on the Lightning network. Moon uses slightly different technology, is called submarine swap. This is for the most geek part <laughs> of your audience. And uh, thanks to this technology, you have just one wallet uh, and the same wallet can simultaneously operate on chain and on the Lightning Network. So it's a little bit more handy. We, re- we really like the Moon wallet. Uh, uh, User experience. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I have to say I downloaded both just a week ago and mm-hmm. I've only ended up using Moon so far. I didn't make nearly the transactions you made, but I find it really easy to use. It is.
1: They are honestly, they are both great wallets, super simple to use, great user experience, great, great, great uh, user interface. Uh, so, top notch wallets. They are both uh, really recommended for who, just let me do my work, for who is really into privacy and self sovereignty. Uh, Moon wallet. Uh, as a system that it's called multi-signature system, while the blue wallet gives you your private keys. So um, in terms of financial freedom, probably the blue wallet is slightly better. Uh, there is a little degree of trust. That you have to put uh, on Moon as a company while you use uh, uh, the Moon wallet because they hold the other set of keys that you need to transact with their product. So, but that said, is a fantastic Argentinian company. They're doing a great work, they're super li- reliable. So, both great wallets.
0: All right. So one thing that's really interesting about Bitcoin is that you and I want to ask how much money did you put in U.S. dollars onto your Bitcoin wallets when you came? But it's interesting because I know whatever you say, unlike my bank, Charles Schwab in the U.S., I need four business days to get my money from my other bank account into Charles Schwab, which has pre-ATM fees if you're American. But I have to think four days ahead, whereas you guys, I know with Bitcoin, you can think 10 seconds ahead. It yes. Will, it will
1: be there. So listen, uh, we are lucky enough to have a fantastic community back in Italy that it's very supportive of the job I do and of my podcast. So we decided to crowd crowd found this mission that uh, uh, we call the mission El Salvador 2021. And we have a, very generous Patreon that decided to sponsorship the entire uh, initiative himself, Marcello Marigliano. Thank you a lot, brother. And we um, we came to El Salvador with something around $4,500 $4, in Bitcoin. We got the this amount from Marcello directly in Bitcoin. So it took us 30 seconds to get the funds and then yeah, to use right. them in the fields.
2: It's uh, interesting to say that we didn't actually have all the funds in our wallet. We had like 1,000 and 1,000 and we have Ricky's co-host uh, that was home with the other part of the wallet. So when we needed money, it took like some seconds for him to send them to us. Mm. You know, because we, 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 we didn't want to have... All we didn't know what that. to
1: expect, you exactly. know. Uh, somebody said this is a dangerous country. This could be a dangerous country. So we said, listen, we have this fantastic tool. We can transact instantly all over the world. Uh, so it it makes really no sense to bring everything we have with us. So we split the amount into half of the amount stayed in Italy with my co-host Guy brush Mission Control, <laughs> uh, and when we needed to top up our credit, he would in instantly send uh, some more funds to let us go here and for
2: free which was
0: amazing fantastic
1: this yeah. is the future
0: Something guys I, you know yeah Saturday, yeah 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 it works and 24/7. Seven.
1: smooth
0: it's uh, the many things that are great about bitcoin that's one of my favorites no, so absolutely. the use case is real it's it's happening we
2: will need it we will get used to it i'm i actually got used to it after a month mm.
1: Yeah, so. And the thing is this, it took us a lot. Uh, it's been thirty, thirteen 13 years that the Bitcoin experiment goes, right? So we had rough times because it, it takes time to work on the technology, especially it takes time to work on the apps that, that, that relies on the Bitcoin protocol, but recently the user experience is just amazing. I mean, this wallet we just mentioned, their user, their user experience, I think is better than PayPal user yeah, experience. Totally. On the Lightning Network, as we said, I can send 20 cents of a dollar on the Lightning Network, spending 0.001 cents mm-hmm. as a fee. Beat that Visa. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. you get what I mean. Honestly, at the moment, finally, this technology is so much better than anything else that the standard that the uh, regular financial system has to offer. This is just... The future it works amazingly,
0: and I can send somebody 20 cents, and no one's gonna be like, Oh, it's just 20 cents, Why yeah, 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 yeah. And then I can give Laura 20 cents, yeah, right away. Or if, even it, more, it's, if you it's, want. Venmo, it's like that you can send the money to anywhere instantly, so yeah, guys. So.
2: And we are going through a scenario where people will not need to be bitcoin experts or technology experts to use bitcoin. I mean, now we are here, we're here talking about it, it's still early. But it wasn't easy to send an email 20 years ago, and now you just need to swipe your phone. So this will be the same for Bitcoin. So these applications are super easy, super user-friendly. You will not need to know how Bitcoin works to to trust it. Something curious that I think some people are wondering uh, are about the prices. A lot of people have asked us if we pay, if the if the amount, if the price changed with the volatility but of course the price remain the same the price in here are in dollar so you pay the the dollar the 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 the, the bitcoin the amounts of that dollar the wallet
1: does in, the exchange prices they, are in so dollars
2: prices are in dollar even though you pay with bitcoin and uh, most of the people here change the bitcoin in dollar in the exact moment where you pay, so they don't hold it, so the volatility, the um, uh, volatility is not a problem for them right now because they they, they, they just
0: exchange it the dollar yeah. in the exact moment, which is which is good. Oh yeah. So okay, you guys got your wallet, you got half of the money over, mm-hmm. and then what happened when you got here?
1: Um, How did you find
0: hotels that, that accepted Bitcoin?
1: Did all the hotels accept Bitcoin? No, but we learned, uh, we had, we, we learned a few tricks. So, uh, first of all, we booked in advance for the first two nights. And so we just gave them a call. And then we realized actually straight away that probably booking a hotel would have been the most tricky part of our trip because not Every hotel here except Bitcoin. At the moment, I would say maybe 25% yeah. to be generous. Yeah. So um, since we had to leave Bitcoin only, it takes a little preparation. You have to work, you have to work a little bit in advance. So you just download a huge list of hotels in the area or in the city you want to stay, and you just call them straight away and you ask them, listen. Do you have a room available? Yes. Well, do you accept Bitcoin? And if they say no, our answer is, I'm sorry, we cannot do business because we are traveling in Bitcoin only. And eventually calling, you find someone that is going to give you uh, a room and it's going to make you pay in Bitcoin same trick goes for a restaurant we try several of them asking if they want to accept our bitcoin and the first that that has a positive answer to our question get the clients which is as a journalist as a podcaster was re- turned out to be very useful for us because uh, i could talk to them to understand why they didn't accept bitcoin if they did not to uh, learn from them why are they so skeptical and suspicious on this new technology and at the same time i could uh, understand uh, uh, the real understanding of the technology from who accept bitcoin so what kind of wallet do you use do you know the difference between a Lightning transaction and an on-chain transaction, why you use Chivo. Chivo is the state app that they have been given to handle dollars and Bitcoin simultaneously. So, and and I think it's a good trick for them, you know, because mm, you teach them a lot and they see people is coming here um, for the Bitcoin law. So, if you act like this, very politely, for them it's an incentive to understand the technology and to implement it in their business. A lot of people is going to come in this country because of the Bitcoin law. So they better be they better be ready.
0: Yeah, you guys came, we came. Yeah, or, exactly. Yeah. So, I, and so, Lara, I have to ask you. As Ricky said, he called ahead. He was checking, making sure they accepted Bitcoin. Did you ever like show up to a hotel and they told you yes we accepted but like let's say the Chivo wallet was not accepting your wallet and you couldn't pay? Did you ever have to like suddenly leave a hotel in these forty five
2: days? It didn't happen in hotel. It happened in in a pizzeria. They said they were accepting Bitcoin, but um, people here don't really know the difference between Chivo, the Chivo wallet, and the real Bitcoin technology. So with the Chivo app, you can pay through your phone number. It's like on PayPal, you can pay someone if you have their email or their phone number. So they said yes, but they actually didn't have the app there. The boss wasn't there in that moment and the boss were home. So when we went to pay, they just gave us the phone number of the boss, but we couldn't do anything with it. So, I mean, we actually ended up having a free pizza because... The boss really, 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 really didn't want to be bothered in that moment. The guy was just feeling very sorry. So, yeah, they gave us the, be- the a free pizza, but that was a good opportunity to them for learning something new because, you know, we have ex- explained to them that Chivo is not the only wallet that people will use when they come here to pay with Bitcoin. So that, that was actually funny. But, yeah, otherwise, we... If they say, yeah, we accept Bitcoin, they just have the wallet there and mm. then you pay. Just
1: be sure. The contrary, though, happened to, ha- to us uh, with hotels. Uh, we uh, got called back by some hotels that uh, when we first called, they said, no, we do not accept Bitcoin. And then after 15 20 minutes they called us back i oh, listen i talked to my boss we have the app so we can uh, uh we can accept bitcoin so that, did you that, feel
0: like someone downloaded it right on the spot i don't know who it? knows who
1: knows it could be yes that be that's
0: thing. why it's important
2: to, to to not accept to pay with cash or with credit card because if you ask them they accept bitcoin and they say no and you just say, fine, whatever, let's pay with, with Efectivo, with, with, with cash, they will never learn, you know, they will, they will never download the app and they will probably never start using Bitcoin. So it's very important for people like us to be very strict and just gently say, okay, I'm sorry, we don't have any cash, we don't have any credit card, I will go in the next place that accept Bitcoin. So, you know, if they lose a
0: client, they might want to start using it better. Now you mentioned restaurants a lot already. Mm-hmm. What about supermarkets? Were, mm-hmm. were you able to cook? Were you able to buy like things from markets
1: mm-hmm. with Bitcoin? Um, we did um, buy uh, things from market: tomatoes, uh, very bananas. poor bananas, very poor local market. Because once again if they have the app on their phone they can accept bitcoin that's the only thing um, they need and let me mention this uh, are, are you're aware that this is a country where where everyone has a smartphone is incredible with 20 bucks you can buy a cheap Chinese smartphone here with a data plan already included. So it's super cheap to have a smartphone here. Everyone is, has a smartphone. Internet, the infrastructure is huge. We had LTE connection right in the middle of the jungle. So it's very techy El Salvador, under this point of view. So, uh, and and... Many of them have downloaded the Chivo app because when you download the Chivo app, uh, you get $30 in Bitcoin as an airdrop. And $30 is a decent amount of money for this economy. Um, the average uh, uh, salary here is $300. So we're talking about... Uh, a decent amount of money. So Chivo Wallet did 2.5 million downloads in the first few weeks. And this is a country of seven, uh, approximately 7 million people. So that means that a big chunk of the population has the wallet. So they just need to take the smartphone out of their pocket. What we could never do was to shop in a big supermarket for grocery. Really? Yes.
0: That is frustrating. That
1: was really frustrating also because uh, the problem was uh, an tech issue with the merchant version of the chivo wallets Uh, so normal user people citizens they have the the app the chivo app and then there is a version of chivo designed for big merchants like supermarket big food chains oh that was a pain in the ass. Can I say S yes on your podcast? You can say yeah. no. <laughs> that. <laughs> that was a pain in the ass because that version of the app is so buggish. We could never manage to pay with it. It's hard. the the cashier, the the lady, uh, they don't know how to operate it well. And every time we tried to pay on the Lightning Network, how pay our payments disappeared in thin air, and nobody could understand if we actually could make it to pay, or we could, or if we couldn't. So we all the time we had to leave our grocery behind. (laughs)
0: Uh. were Were you going in at first and like asking like hey do you accept bitcoin and then i'll go shopping well at the beginning they
2: had the bitcoin
0: mm, tag there so we thought they were accepting
2: and you have to make the line and stuff so we didn't ask first we thought they were accepting it
0: so but then after trying like in three or four different places we just gave
2: up yeah
0: we did try to go to walmart a few days ago and the same thing happened right we tried to run a transaction it didn't go and then i was buying something for a dollar and yeah, I just said, okay, I'll give you a
1: coin. You know?
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they
1: have to fix the merchant version of the app. And I mean, let's not forget that this country decided to, um, uh, to do the legal tender with Bitcoin very quickly. The law passed in June and, uh, the law was official in september so they had basically three months to do everything uh, technologically the infrastructure so let's not be too picky Uh, there is a big room of improvement Uh, everything around bitcoin here in this country was really rushed to be honest with you it's a miracle it works the way it works, even if it's flawed. If the Italian government oh. uh, would have tried to do the same, <laughs> oh my God, I don't know what would have happened. I mean, never, you
0: would have starved. And <laughs> yeah, probably no,
1: we would, would have, have starved, yes.
0: Well, another thing I would I would wonder is like, okay, national museums, mm. like national parks. Like, I mean, El Salvador is famous for its volcanoes. So yes. beautiful Things to see, but I would think being governmental or owned by the government, these these places would accept Bitcoin. Do they? Did you find
1: And you would be wrong because <laughs> they <bad>. don't. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That was crazy for us to witness everything that is handled by the minist- directly by the Ministry of Tourism and the Ministry of Culture in this country museum uh, maya ruins uh, national parks uh, no bitcoin ready only cash we even talked to some of the guys responsible in charge of the museum and they were always very polite uh, with us and they explained to us that they didn't that it's, go- it's supposed to happen very soon But still, there is a lack of information. Uh, uh, The ministry had to buy them tablets in order to run the application. And these tablets never show up. They're still waiting for guidelines on how to do that uh, and when to implement it. At the moment, it's not possible to pay with Bitcoin. So... We had to skip the museums,
0: and that's one reason that you're still here—that you stayed. Exactly. Back your 45
1: yeah, days. we decided to stay a month more to extend our trip here for an extra month uh, because there is there, there are still very interesting things going on here to see. And because we said, yeah, since we are here and the mission is over, let's spend some dollar <laughs> to see some, <laughs>
0: some grocery shop. Oh yeah. And you okay. said today you ju- for the first time you took out dollars. Yes, right? today yeah.
1: actually is the first time we, 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 we sold at the, uh, at the Bitcoin ATM a hundred bucks in Bitcoin to get dollars. Yes. Okay. And
0: now you can buy groceries.
1: And now we can buy groceries. But we, we, we did that uh, last week, uh, uh, the mission was over already with the credit cards because they do accept credit cards in, uh, in big supermarkets here.
0: Okay. So after 45 days with only spending Bitcoin, what were your impressions of El Salvador? Well,
2: that was amazing. What, what we really loved about the, this trip is that we didn't have a specific s- schedule. We say that Satoshi is driving us because our focus were, were just trying to go everywhere that accept Bitcoin from the big town to the very, very small town in the middle of the
0: jungle. And just so everybody knows, Satoshi is the anonymous creator of Bitcoin, Satoshi Nakamoto. Yeah, oh, sorry.
2: sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Yeah, so what I really loved is that in one hour if you own a car you can basically go from the beach to the mountains and to the jungle, then again a big city, just because it's very small and various and you have mountains, you have lakes, you have beaches, amazing beaches, you have beautiful cities like Santana, which is where we're staying now. So so this this is what I personally love the most about El Salvador.
1: Mm. And uh, let, let let me mention this. We met a beautiful population, oh, yeah. super smiley, very gentle. I mean, uh, we mentioned this before um, in this podcast. I was used to travel in second, third world countries, so I know how to do it. I'm, I'm, I'm never scared uh, when I travel. I know I have to be careful. You. Mm, Traveling is something you learn, right? So uh, I know how to do, I'm far from home, I'm always very respectful of uh, uh, different cultures and different places, so I wasn't scared. And, um, uh, but, but this is a country that has a very nasty reputation. I mean, up until uh, two years ago, it was the single co- uh, country with the highest murder rates in the whole world. So this is something you must be aware of. And we never feel really fit. Feel- felt in danger once uh, at the moment the situation in the country is really ha- under control of course head on your shoulders all the time because we are far from home But, uh, I mean, I would love people to come and visit El Salvador because it's a beautiful country, it has a lot to offer. Food is great, as Laura said, nature here is wild and pristine. You have volcano, massive volcano lakes, and the weather is perfect. Let's talk about the weather. It's perfect,
0: I love it. The weather is
1: perfect. It's hot during the day and chilly at night, so it's really perfect and and there is this uh, fantastic scene music in every corner of the streets uh, if colors. you colors everywhere if you love to surf w- 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 huge waves all the all the year really it's a non-stop i have to say
0: warm water being someone who lives in portugal with constantly cold water the beach was such a delight for me because i could enjoy it and stay in it yeah it was really really
1: cool yes that was really cool and uh, so we we really loved it in fact we were staying longer and uh, after 45 days though of Paying only in Bitcoin now that we allowed ourselves to pay also something in dollars. We miss paying bitcoin. Yeah. It's so much better. It's we so keep much faster. We try to spend yeah. bitcoin every time we can. Only if really uh, they don't accept it then we put uh, our ha- hands on a credit card or or on some cash, but otherwise we try to spend bitcoin because it's so much better. It's yeah. so much convenient. It's so much faster. It's so much private. And it's such a better user experience that it's gonna blow away cash and credit cards in 10 years.
0: Yeah, I can't tell you how hard it is for me to replace a credit card if I lose <sighs> it. I have to fly to my home country. Oh, right. So yeah. Right. I don't even trust the mail system to Right, you're right. Like here. I never thought about so this. You're so it's right. It's so easy. And even if you lose your phone, you can just download it again. And you're you never up.
1: Your you have your own passwords. You your Bitcoin back, right? Guys, Bitcoin is the future don't forget it
0: yeah and let's remember
2: that bitcoin is giving a bank account to all the people that do not have a bank account so most of the people that that we go and we spend our money are people that don't have don't accept credit card like yesterday i I wanted to buy a thing i didn't withdraw any cash i really didn't want to go you know to the atm with my credit card and withdraw money so i asked the girl if she accepts credit card, she said no, but she accepted Bitcoin, it was her first time, she was super happy, and uh, she might probably start using it instead of, you know, like only accepting cash and going around with your pocket full of, uh, of
0: cash.
1: $30, $30. I mean, it's also
0: dangerous. Literally
2: $30. Yes. yes. yes.
1: And did you so, notice that? They yes. have the worst dollars I did, they still have the $1 coin i mean we don't use it i lived. i lived four years in the u.s southern oregon from 2014 to 2018 i've never seen a single dollar coin in four years and we
0: just they're not that old but we don't use them they just Uh
1: do not get adopted there so because you lose them (laughs) but wow i'm so interested to hear that you guys like you missed paying in bitcoin yeah it's super. Easy. When we're going to go back to Europe, it's going to be so weird not be able to pay in Bitcoin for our <laughs> yeah, coffee in the morning.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I do have to ask cuz I'm sure people think they're like, "Well, I've heard that there's only a fixed supply of Bitcoin, so all isn't all this Bitcoin you're spending now going to be worth a million dollars in the future. Why are you spending it?" Well, you can
2: what people don't really get is that you can spend bitcoin and buy them like 10 seconds <laughs> later. So, no, I'm not spending my bitcoin. I mean, I the same budget that we had if we would come here in dollar, we just bought bitcoin with it and spending our bitcoins. So, I mean, you can just rebuy them 20 minutes later, you spend them. It's not that I mean
1: yeah this is a this is a very old issue you know uh first of all uh uh, we have a lot of people on the social media yelling you are crazy why do you spend your bitcoin you should spend you should save them they're gonna go up to 10 billion dollars in a week yeah right right and so first of all with my money i do what the fuck i want so yeah you shouldn't be you are not my mother second as she as she said you can buy back uh, the second after you spend it and second this is a first world privilege right if you can afford not to spend your Bitcoin is because your pockets are full of dirty fiat. Shame on you. <laughs> Repent. You are a shit coiner. You are a fiat coiner. So if you are still stuck in the fiat fa- standard, you suck, my friend. Because if you, if you get your salary in Bitcoin like Laura do, clambra like does you have no option you spend you're getting your your the money you get are bitcoin she is the future you guys are the past so she's she's received bitcoin she spends what she needs to live and she save what she can save in bitcoin exactly as you would do with any other uh currency because that that's what it is yes it may uh, get really pricey in the future who cares we live in the present don't be uncle scrooge you know it sounds really you, you know like gollum uh, in the lord of the my my bitcoin my my treasure <laughs> exactly you guys are being sucked by the ring free yourself spend some bitcoin
0: yeah, no, yeah, that's, that's a really <laughs> good point. If you're only paid in Bitcoin, of course you have to
2: spend yeah, it. And you're, you're allowed to hold your Bitcoin and spend some of And those dollars,
0: dollars can totally become, they do become weaker and weaker. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, totally, and, like... So it's it's a yeah it, it's, it's personally
1: personally I still get some you uh, eu- I live in Europe I still get some euros from my from the work I do I get a lot of Bitcoin as a payment but so- someone still likes to pay me in euros I don't keep them in euro a single second I keep everything in bitcoin my saving account is hundred percent in bitcoin when i need i sell some and i don't see any problem Why? what should i do starve yeah it's better to do like this that that support the fiat standard
0: yeah that's a good point um i'm wondering like do you think the perception of bitcoin in uh, el salvador is going to change when and if Bitcoin goes to the moon, if it just goes way, way up, because I was thinking it was kind of right at a high, an all-time high, mm-hmm. right when just just after the law came mm-hmm. into effect, and they've just seen this down, down, down ever since. So yeah. I wonder, you know, what might happen when you see this prolonged upward. Mm,
2: I think this is a narrative that no any Salvadorians really care. Like they don't really care about the price, and some of them do think that Bitcoin is something for rich people. So, if really Bitcoin goes to the moon in like a year, that could make even more Salvadorians angry, you know, the ones that don't really know the Bitcoin as a technology, as a a tool for for freedom, for financial freedom. So, I'm not sure that will help. So, I just think that the richer will get a little Mm. bit richer, but the poor will just, you know, still hating in the whole...
1: Yeah, um, I don't necessarily agree with you on this. Uh, I mean, we have to keep in mind that the, uh, that the Bitcoin law in the, here in the country has several different layers, right? There is the Bitcoin people is using in the streets uh, and they don't really save much in Bitcoin because they use it as a tool to transact digitally and they live day to day. So not all of them have 50 bucks at the end of the week to save in Bitcoin. So most of them, they get Bitcoin and they uh, turn them straight into dollars because they need it. They need dollars to buy food. They need need those money to survive. Uh, But then there is another layer and this layer is nationwide. I mean... Uh, this country is buying Bitcoin to stuff their treasury. They're buying a lot of Bitcoins. And this is going to play extremely well for the country. Because a, a country that invests buying hundreds of Bitcoin now, obviously, is looking to what's going to happen to the Bitcoin price in two years, in three years in five years, possibly in 10 years. So that moves is very smart. This country is saving as a country in Bitcoin on a nationwide uh, scale. So on, on nationally, this is gonna play out to be very smart.
0: Well, what happens if it goes the other way? If there's too we, much regulation, it just gets regulated. We
1: both know that this is gonna, is not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we, yeah, I, I'm with you. It's a gamble. It could be there is a small risk in there, but this country, other otherwise, you're making, uh, you are making, you are stuffing your treasury of dollars. What's gonna happen to the U.S. dollar in ten years? what's gonna happen in 15 years. So there is a risk there. It's a bold bet, bet on Bitcoin at this moment, but it's also a very profitable one. And it's gonna be very profitable yeah. for our country. Yeah?
0: yeah, I'm so interested to see what happens. I'm yeah, yeah. Yeah, like watching it like daily now. Um, I have another question. So it actually has to do with older people in Salvador, mm-hmm. El Salvador using Bitcoin how do we teach the elderly to start, I mean, they ha- I would imagine a lot of them have smartphones, but not all of them. How do you start getting them involved with this with something that is technology? Well, is? I mean, I was
2: impressed to see how many old people are actually using a smartphone. In Italy, you wouldn't find that, like, you wouldn't find that many old people using a smartphone, and as Ricky mentioned before, they all downloaded the Chivo app to get the $30, and I mean, some of them just handle you the phone and they ask you if you can show them if they can pay in Bitcoin. They might not get it the first time, they might not get it the second time, but like in three or four times they just get it, you know, I mean, it's not that hard to learn. So I think old people will not be...
1: Yeah, but uh, uh, let's not be naive. I personally know some old people in my country that they they still physically enter the bank office because they don't know uh, how to operate a smart banking or they don't know how to operate an ATM machine. And this is real. I mean, we are not going to be able to onboard 100% Hundred percent of the, of the population on this technology. Unfortunately, the elder. Let's for let, let's not mention only all the people of this of this country. Twelve percent of people of this country doesn't know how to read or to write. So how do you onboard them? You don't. They're never gonna be able to use it. That's why it's gonna take time. From, for this country or from, for any other country to switch from the fiat economy to a completely digital economy like Bitcoin, like like a Bitcoin economy. That's why you need two different currencies. Uh, Cash, cash is gonna be the way old people transact up until the end of their life. We can do something to help um, them get on board. But we are never going to be 100% successful. So the brutal answer to your question is we don't.
0: And with younger people, though, they now have a chance, even under 18, which I know was in the U.S., like, oh, you can't can't get a bank account until then. They can now, as young as they want, start playing with money and learning more. And
1: invest uh, and learn. uh, Another thing we've noticed in uh, in, in this long trip in El Salvador, there is a big lack of education. The government should do more, should do better to Tell people to tell them about the technology, how it works, what it does, uh, what they can achieve in their daily life thanks to Bitcoin. The risks. Uh, nobody did yet, this yet. It's very early, I am positive they're gonna do something because this is the country of the legal tender. So they should teach Bitcoin at school. This is what I expect from this country. This is what I want to see happen in El Salvador, in the next couple of years because this he, this is how you emancipate, you free your population, giving them the tool, and we did that. There's Bitcoin, but then they need education. They need to learn how to uh, actually use that tool to improve their daily lives.
0: Okay. What, what were your favorite... Places in El Salvador. What was your favorite place? Local? Well, I would say the beach. Okay, El Zonte. As, yeah, or, totally. Yeah, I Brooklyn loved beach. it
2: there. But to live, we decided to stay in Santana. This was the city that we loved the most. The and second most.
0: largest city in El Salvador. Yeah,
2: yeah. And it's just perfect. It's small, but big enough to have everything you need. And we live in a beautiful hostel. Casa Verde. Let's make some. Yeah, Casa Verde. It's, it's uh, <laughs> like the best. Hosted in El Salvador. So I would say, like Santana during the week and the beach during the weekend. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> They're so close. Yeah. That. I really love the beaches as well, but I have to say, I really love the northern part of the country. It's closer to the mountains, closer to the border with Honduras. The nature there is wild and so lushy. Everything is green and they have beautiful lakes right in the middle of nowhere palm trees and banana trees everywhere there is this very small town uh, uh, called uh, Suchitoto that is uh, super cute very old uh, one of the first uh, Spaniard settlements in the country so uh, Suchitoto has uh, an history that traces back uh, five centuries so it's pretty old to be a city in El Salvador and uh, uh, it's on the top of uh, of the hill and we had this fantastic hotel paid in bitcoin uh, with this gorgeous view uh, from the from the top of the hill to this massive mountain lake and we had hammocks and oh my god that place was heaven
0: yeah. what is the name of this place uh, it's a mayan, uh, uh, the, the mayan mayan
1: tour mayan tour mayan hotel,
0: hotel. Ah, okay. we, we
1: will to,
2: give you, you can write the note.
0: I will put that, that in the, the show notes. Yeah. Yes. Well, would you consider going to another country and only spending Bitcoin? If you had to go to one other country. Totally. Just tell me can, when, when and <laughs> where
2: I'll be there. And that's another question. It's like,
0: what's the next country to accept and adopt Bitcoin as a legal Honduras. Country? You think it's going to be Honduras? Okay. Yeah, let's see, because we yeah. heard that as early as perhaps April, mm. we might hear the announcement of the next country. Yes. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. thank you. Thank you for fun. joining us. Yes. And if people want to follow you or learn more about this adventure, where can they go?
1: Oh, we have a website, actually. Uh, it's uh, it's www.bip.show, B-I-P as Bitcoin Italia podcast. On our website, uh, you can actually read our daily blog of our whole adventure in El Salvador. It's in Italian and in English. So even your audience can read www.bip.show. And uh, we are on the Twitter, BIP underscore show. Instagram, BIP underscore show. And that's pretty much.
2: Yep. And you can yes. listen to the oh, and, and you can on well. uh, YouTube. Made some yes, videos. We went cool. To the volcano, the mining farm in the volcano. Yes, We've been invited from the government. You can see
0: the video there. Yeah, and mining the the Bitcoin. Bitcoin. It's in Something Italian, in-
1: but with English subtitles, yeah. so you guys can watch it. Uh, it's on YouTube, Bitcoin Italia podcast. And if you have some Italian-speaking audience, my podcast is everywhere: Spotify, Apple Podcast, Amazon Music, wherever you like it. Thank you guys so much. What an adventure you had. Thank you. It's been great.
0: Thank you. Bye. Thank you. I really hope you enjoyed Ricky and Laura's story and that you now have a clearer picture of Bitcoin's use as a method of payment and store of value for the unbanked. As they mentioned, using Bitcoin is much easier in so many ways and eliminates a lot of sending money headaches that we all face when we are on the road wouldn't it be great to deal in a currency that no one country can decide to just print more of and therefore decrease the value of the money you have in your hands? Ricky and Laura also wrote daily blog posts during their 45-day journey through El Salvador that have been published in both Italian and English at bitcoinitaliapodcast.it. I encourage you to check them out as well as videos they also uploaded during their journey. I will put the links to their blog and the crypto wallets they use during their travels on theschooloftravels.com, in addition to some photos from my personal travels in El Salvador, so you can get a chance to see more of this beautiful country. As always, thank you for listening, and until next time, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay tuned. Thanks for listening to the School of Travels podcast. If you enjoyed this episode... We'd love for you to subscribe and leave us a rating wherever you get your podcasts. Special thanks to The Sam Chase for allowing us to use their song, In a Perfect World. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode, and remember to always let travel be your teacher.
1: If you keep your options open, there are places you will go. They will treat you like the kings and queens your parents thought you'd be when you were born. You'd see it all with your head up standing tall and you'd look back and think it's funny how you spent your time and money in this world, living in this perfect world. Everyone.